Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey everybody, it's Tim Heidecker and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam, coming to you live and direct from Sydney's hottest sports bar. The some club, I don't know, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the hottest sports club in Sydney. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Angus Truscott. Look, uh, dear listener, why don't we put it to you? Why don't you give us a name for this sports bar rather than this nondescript... <laughs> yeah, this, this place that definitely has a name. What is the name of a sports bar that the characters of Entourage would hang out at? Like, maybe give us one and then we can start saying live from the... And we will use that title. And I'm sure more people listen to our show than come to this sports bar. Hopefully, people just start calling it this. Yeah, I, I, th- I would love that. I, I'd love some cultural reappropriation. Podcast cultural reappropriation. This is the fourth episode we've recorded at this sports bar. It should have a name by now. A it should have a name. So, look, we're leaving that to you guys. Leave it. Uh, please review us on iTunes or get us at, get us, get at us on Facebook. at Facebook.com uh, slash HeyFanPodcast. Let us know what the name of this sports club that we've been... Uh, I feel bad. And maybe we'll turn... You know, maybe we'll make some official merch for them which is also bootleg merch since it is in the name and we'll see what we can do we can make, make some money together I think it's called like 871 club or something yeah and that almost sounds like it's just the name of the street number of this shop it's yeah like, it's very it's do very, better than this everybody yeah well, maybe 871 is probably a very very like specific sports reference that everyone who actually pay attention well, to sports right knows now talk about like, rolling their eyes going unsubscribe I'm never listening to these weaklings again we're, just gonna, have, we're gonna have one less listener next who's week who's our jock fan um, I don't know I could tell you who it isn't. <laughs> who is it? Who isn't it? Look, me. Yeah, me. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking we are going to go anywhere with that. <laughs> um, so today on the show... Oh, uh, let me just say sorry. Uh, course, I just noticed... Please. The, right, the reason why we're doing talk? this live, basically, was I've just noticed a very loud party bus dropped you off, and you're looking like you've had um, a couple of fun weeks on the road. What's, what's been going on? Mm, the Ven- Venga bus. <laughs> we took the wheels off it. The titular. It's done. Venga bus. The Venga bus. The tour is over. It was three three long weekends worth of uh, of shows. About I think long weekends. Is in like you got the Monday off, or you didn't have to go to work? It was or like it five five day weekends. Sure, like three of those. So They're just weekdays, 14, aren't they? Like 14 your weekdays became up. weekends, and your weekends. I don't mean it. I was lost. Um, I've got to tell you, I've been telling everybody I can stop who would give me their time that there were more Venga girls than boys. Now that's the most amazing takeaway. Well, there are two Venga girls. And two Venga boys. But the Venga girls are still the original members. The Venga boys. And look, you know what's the worst thing, though? 
Still not a vanker girl in the White House <laughs> after all this time. Amen, brother. Actually, last time we did this was pre-election, so we're actually becoming a fully political podcast now. All yeah, we're talking how about how is awesome the US that election. we had the foresight and the the need to record on Monday last week instead of Wednesday. Oh, because yeah. otherwise it would have just been like you and me, like ignoring what was happening in the world. Like, well, you know what's funny? I sat exactly where we recorded. That, that episode straight after work because I, as you know, the reason why we come here is the proximity to my workplace, mm-hmm. and I watched the election on the screen that's right not by us now as President-elect Trump gave his uh, his speech, oh, and heavy. I was here. And let me tell you what, it was a very different different vibe as to what it is normally with us here. Um, our friend, uh, big fan, who comes o- comes over and we uh, use a combination of sign language and Charm. just. Yeah, charm to communicate with while we're recording was giving out free shots. Wow, as commiseration shots. And uh, my favorite part is they said, uh, "What?" You, it was something like, "It tastes shit, but hey, it's better than what's going on here." So I was like, <laughs> "Man, true hours." She's a. Was her name Sue? Well, I don't want to get her in trouble in case no, she's right, allowed cool. to be getting away from I'm, I'm certainly got a name wrong. So Sue, thank you very much for. Uh, so you know who you are. Being a great, great host. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to do any hot election takes? I mean, I think anyone that um, listens look, to no us takes. knows that yeah. we're, we're disappointed. Oh, here's a hot take I'd like to take. <laughs> Should I put my oven mitt on? Yeah, yeah, please. Because this one's just fresh out of yeah, the oven. Yeah, I've been. Um, I'm, I'm a part of a few online Star Wars communities, and this week, uh, a few people involved with the making of Rogue One, uh, name, most notably the screenwriter, a couple of the producers involved have started sh- changing their Twitter avatars and stuff, and Mark Hamill actually endorsed this with a... Uh, Rebel Alliance symbols saying like you know in these times amazing we need this and some of these Star Wars communities that I'm a part of online have said oh guys um look Star Wars is sacred let's not bring politics into it but I got Star Wars was based off it is like it was it was a direct reaction to the Vietnam War like the Emperor is Nixon like the whole the entire Star Wars film is a political film and I, look we all found out that out more so in the prequels without Senate scenes but I just want to say I, I think that's a I found that a bit shocking that a majority. No, I, of I hate that comment. Like the the person that says don't bring politics into this. Politics is, is part of everything. The person that is on the right, the wrong side of the argument. Yeah, but they're also like completely unaware that politics has actually dictated every major art form, anything that they've probably been interested in in their entire life without them knowing. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, some, some weird. But I was factor. just shocked. I thought. The Star Wars community. I mean, it's got fucking wars in the title. It's like, it's, of course, it's yeah, about politics. Any, anything that is, you know, like it's Star Wars, one of the top three biggest franchises yeah, of all time. It's all about politics. So, you know, it, unfortunately, you don't get to, you know, handpick the people that share the same love as yeah. you. And there's always going to be a, ga- a gaggle, gaggle of dumb cunts. I thought we're all work, more work than a Death no. Star crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a funny election story. Um, I was in Melbourne. When yeah. the election was called, the big announce, <laughs> the big announce um, of the big election, the who, big election, who, who win? Um, and uh, I, of course, because well, I was in Melbourne, guess who I gave up a call? I said, like, "Hey, you want to feel like getting some drinks and some food tonight?" Is this Melbourne's resident egg lookalike. That's is right, Tommy Tommy Daslow, the sponsor. Wait, is that Tommy Daslow of Tab- Tommy Daslow memes? That's right. Oh, oh, you got to hang out. With I got, Tommy finally Daslow got to meet him for the first time. Wow, what um, was it like uh, meeting Mona Lisa Da Vinci? <laughs> so we went out to a, a place called Bar Liberty and. Um, how I was just, for I was just American desperate election. to drink, desperate to drink, and uh, we racked up a five hundred and fifty dollar bill between three of us. Yeah, uh, myself, Tommy, and, and his housemate Pat. How do you get and out of paying for the it? The next morning, we yeah, <laughs> the next morning um, we realized that we must have all looked like we were celebrating Trump's victory. Yeah, you guys all look like yeah. You, I mean, look, we were you, mourning it, everyone. You're we're all white, it. straight men. Yeah. <laughs> 
white straight eggs. Yeah. <laughs> has Tommy ever spoken about his views on brown eggs, like the speckled eggs? You know, sometimes you get a. I don't want to repeat like? them on this podcast. I'll <laughs> hey, say you know what? Let's not bring politics into, <laughs> <hay> into eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tonight on the show, today on the show, uh, we're going to be talking about, we just caught up on the two most recent episodes of Westworld. Yeah. So towards the end of, the, of this episode, Let's we'll say, talk about uh, that. Some rug pulling was involved. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Um, old mate, Dangerous Beasts and How to Fuck Them is coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Big eggs and where to meme them. Um, the, what's it called? Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts, Beasts and, and Where to, to Find, find them. them. That's coming out finally tomorrow, the latest in yeah. the Yeah, uh, but also, not finally, also just like, oh, wow, it's out. Like, Yeah, like, I knew it was coming at some point. I didn't realize it was tomorrow. Yeah, I thought it was a me. December release, but I guess they don't want to compete with uh, Rogue One. Mm. Um, big news from Marvel. Uh, about the Inhumans movie being officially big, off the cards. Little news or little big news. Little big news from Marvel. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, In- Inhumans was always going to be the last, the last film in its big uh, wave. Fo- what was it? Phase, Phase four, four. It was going to be after the uh, two Avengers films when they were part one and part two, which now we know has changed. And I think a lot of it, it seems it was strategically placed as the last film because perhaps the Avengers would have expired by then to a certain degree and this was going to be their way to kind of inject a b- new team instantly into the universe, the sure. MCU, which yeah. I was so kind of hinted at and it just kept moving around. Then it started having some question marks uh, where release date should have been and now it's fallen off the map completely. And you said as far as last year, it dropped off the release schedule. Yeah, so, I mean, we can talk about this first. First, We're also going to be talking about Nintendo. Oh, no, we went to... Oh, no, let's, yeah. let's do humans. Yeah. I, I, this is a final topic. I, I feel like of all these weird niche topics we're talking about, this Marvel Marvel is the pretty most general thing that everyone is is, is yeah. watching and, and taking in, unavoiding. Um, Inhumans is uh, probably the most... Not as quite as niche as Guardians of the Galaxy was before it was a movie, but, you know, it's, it's a... A lot of people accuse Marvel of basically trying to make Inhumans happen because they don't have the rights to X-Men. So Inhumans, originally, it's a, it's a Kirby creation. From okay, the 60s, from, was from, it? Yeah, from Fantastic Four in like the, you know, around the issue 40-something, 60-something. Yeah. They introduce a, um, a weird uh, royalty who are like, you know, uh, related to the Kree. I'm going to fuck all this up. but No, they are related to the Kree. And they, yeah. uh, they live on the fucking moon. <laughs> and one <laughs> of them is Medusa. Before we landed on the moon too, guys. So yeah. like this shit was kind of crazy. Um, and uh, Medusa is, uh, is the queen. She has hair that can, she can control and kill people with her hair. You might know her from uh, the most recent Fantastic Four. Oh, last year or oh, whenever. Like five years ago. Five years. Five. Every time you say last year, it was actually It was last years. year for me. I, lo- I looked up Animal Crossing after you said it was like two years ago. Three years ago? It's four years ago? 2013. <laughs> Man. What a time. Um, and so, 2012, sorry, 2012. Crazy. Jesus. Um, yeah, but... Uh, uh, Inhumans is, is a pretty weird concept. It started out as like a weird royalty, but then it became this thing where, just like the X Men have like the the, the mutant X gene, the mutant gene. Yeah. Uh, the if you are a potential Inhuman, you have like this Cree blood in you, and when you're exposed to Terrigen mists, which is a green mist of pea green soup. Tell um, me about a Terrigen mist because it sounds stupid as hell it's to me. So fucking stupid. Um, but when you, but like, I mean, originally it's like you break a crystal, you get exposed to the mist, and then you go in a cocoon, and then you emerge as an inhuman with superpowers, yeah, or you rot and die because you weren't worthy of becoming an inhuman. Um, there have been different iterations, different stories at the moment. At the moment, within the Marvel comics, they've really, really been pushing inhumans super hard, and a lot of it has a lot of theory is because you know Fox has the rights to X Men, 
and uh, this is the best way to get them in the film universe is just by having them be such a big presence in the comics. And this was always going to be the the final movie. And when when they announced that ridiculously big timeline, yeah, which uh, you know, there was Captain Marvel on there, Black Panther, there was the Avengers, oh, Civil War was Infinity announced, Infinity War Infinity. one and two, um, which we now know is not it's not like a one and two. They are it is a two part movie, but they're not both they're not both called Infinity no. War or something. They're going to um, be self contained. That's right. Um, so the yeah, the final movie on that list was Inhuman. So it was that was like you know a true dawn of a new age of Marvel characters but yep. in the lead up to that over in the Marvel TV universe specifically Agent- the APC Marvel TV exactly. universe so Ag- home of um, Peggy Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents a of show Shield. which I am the only person who show? watches just those they two? were going to do one uh, oh, they uh, were do one with um, of, uh, of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. with um, Mockingbird, Mockingbird and Hunter what happened there? Uh, they made a pilot people didn't like it so now Mockingbird and Hunter who are the two best characters of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aren't on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore guys and that's but TV nothing, yeah. that's TV folks that's Hollywood baby um, it's an old catchphrase we used to say all the time on Hey Fan back in back. the good old day let's bring Batman back bring that one back and watch Entourage while we record episodes again yeah in a way we are <laughs> um, so Inhumans started making appearances and uh, well, yes. not so much like you know we didn't see Black Bolt who can who can destroy a world with just one voice with one one word because uh, his voice is so powerful. We didn't see Medusa or any of the royal Inhuman family. We saw the the idea of of Inhumans was introduced there. We met a society of people who had been exposed to Terrigen mists, and, and we saw that like through like krill oil or something stupid, um, <laughs> humans were exposed to Terrigen. Um, and, and so there are a few characters in Asia. You sound so unenthused about the it's concept. Actually, it's like it's not bad. And, and, I, and, I, and I watched the most recent, the first episode of the most recent series of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm, a bit, sure. I'm, I'm about half a season behind at the moment. And last night I watched one and two. Um, and they've introduced Ghost Rider. And um, one of the Inhumans has become Quake, who is, like, is, who is a pretty like, you know, small but, but fun. Um, and she was like the main character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She now has superpowers and calls herself Quake. And she's like a vigilante. Oh, wow. So she's, she's an Inhuman. And she, she in the comics? Yes. But she, she, she kind of discovers Ghost Rider. Has she been in the comics before this show? Or Quake has, yes. Yeah. But not as... What was her name? Quake. No. Her. Daisy. Daisy yeah. something. Yeah. Interesting. She was in Secret Secret Warriors, the Jonathan Hickman and Bendis book, which is really quite good. Um, she can like make uh, tremors with her hands, like Earthquake. So how long have Marvel been reinvigorating the Inhumans insofar as putting them in like other titles? Like, It's definitely been like the last maybe two, three years. Have you noticed um, it as they, a they avid reader? Everyone that- who reads a lot of Marvel books. With her. I mean, like Civil War 2, which is the big event happening yeah. at Marvel right now, is all about an Inhuman discovering powers... So he like you know he gets the powers to predict the future and like sure. see into the future and, and 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 predict crimes before they happen. That's right. It was the Minority and Report, Civil War, exactly. Wasn't so it? it's Minority yeah. Report with Captain Marvel on the side of the Inhumans and, and Tony Stark against it. Uh, Tony's always got a problem, hasn't he? Tony Stark's fucking dead now. Spoilers. Really? Apparently, they you know how um, occasionally with big events books they um, they forget to write. They the delay. Ending. They delay it. So yeah. like. The, the books that are, that, that yeah. exist post Civil War two have started coming and out now. Is that on purpose or is this because they're lazy fucks? I don't know. It's pretty. It's the second year in a row that it's happened. Maybe yeah, the other one was for what? For Secret Wars last year, Battle World, all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, um, but this one, yeah, like so. There's two Iron Man books right now, and Tony Stark isn't in either of them. Mm. One of them is called Invincible Iron Man, and that's um, Doom. No, that's uh, oh, Riri that's Williams, Ironheart. who was a young 15 year old girl, and then uh, the other one is uh, is Doctor Doom. And that's called Infamous Iron Man. 
and Tony Stark's not in it, so he's not he's not uh, he's not Iron Man anymore. Do you like them both? Uh, they're okay, uh, but so I mean the 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 the, the presence of the Inhumans is definitely over the top. It's ridiculous, and uh, I think Marvel Comics is starting to really realize that people aren't having it, having a bar of it. So the whole stop trying to make Inhumans a thing is really well, kind of to the point where like to- I'm okay with like you know definitely put top tier talent on books that you want to make successful. Yeah, but. They then the, ter- the same Terrigen mists which give the Inhumans their powers also hurt and kill the X Men now. That's kind so of so. Fu- that last was never year of X Men books have been them like running around the world trying to escape a green cloud. It's so boring. That actually sounds so like the Return of the Silver Surfer, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four film in yeah. which Galactus took on the form of a giant cloud because mm. they couldn't. They they thought they couldn't do Galactus justice. Um, What's interesting too is Chris Claremont actually came forward recently and was speaking on the X-Men and he's obviously known for an incredible, what, six to how many year run? Like massive run in the like 80s. Very, very um, adored and adored. some would say overrated. But there you go. Some, yourself so, some would definitely say overwritten. Oh, wow. There we go. But, uh, <laughs> but it was of its time. He sure. uh, ran his mouth recently, so to speak, and was like, oh, oh yeah. That doesn't sound like an old comic book creator. No, but it was, was going to Fox Riots and, you know, just saying like they're never letting them go and that's why Inhumans is trying to be forced and he was basically saying make X-Men great again and he so, found a disservice that the X-Men used to be like the highest rated comic for years, like a decade basically. Oh, yeah. Highest selling, and now it's Marvel are just trying to ride it out of existence, which was a theory we've spoken about before. Yeah, but it, they've now announced that there's like going to be a massive wave of new X Men books coming at the um, coming next year, and they put it's like there's X Men Blue, there's X Men Gold, there's like all these different iterations. Wow. It sounds like Wolverine's coming back. It sounds like um, like Pro- Professor not Xavier's. old man and not X twenty three. Yeah, yeah, like it sounds like they're they're really going to like make X Men great again. Maybe they're just trying to test the waters and see. If, if people were, were going to be... I think it's all the X-Men are in our generation's public consciousness, like, and younger too. Like, yeah. These guys are huge. Like, everyone yeah, knows. Mostly because of the films. Exactly. Sure, and the cartoon yeah. series. Like, these things are... Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You know. And the, the pinball machine. And the pinball machine, yeah. Oh, and, and the Konami side-scroller. Yes. We're talking about video games in this show too, guys. But the uh, the reason we brought up Inhumans is because it's be, it's not going to be a movie anymore. It's no longer in, in Marvel's phase. Maybe it will be a movie eventually, but they are going to make an Inhumans show... On ABC, um, the same studio that does Agents of Shield. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to feature Black Bolt and Medusa and the royal family. Cause well, they made the announcement of an image of Black Bolt. Really? Yeah, on their official Instagram. Black Bolt is like such a good character, but you know he'd be a difficult one to put in a film because he can't speak without exploding everyone around him. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I. I um. I can't say I'm that surprised because they stink. really they really did a like to 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 start seeding because you can tell that the MCU like that the Marvel television universe definitely takes cues from um at the the the, the movies but not sure. the other way around so I think uh, and we've known of a rift that exists between the two as well definitely like, this isn't a, yeah. a new thing we, and, and I doubt that like you know whoever is going to get the Inhumans property. And make a movie out of it. It's going to be like, okay, cool. So I've got to pay attention to all to like all yeah. of the stuff that's been seen. And to the credit, in this who would four, like, four series long? Yeah, who Agents would? Of Shield show that not that many people watched. Yeah, like, yeah. So I guess I, I'm not really that surprised that it's not being going to be made into a movie. 
But I'm also I'm I'm, I'm curious if are they going to try and do like the X Men style thing with just a bunch of young people with weird powers on, Maybe. on Earth as in humans, which they're kind of already beginning to do on Agents of Shield. Maybe. Or are they just going to go all the way for it? Go to the fucking moon. Maybe they're going to the moon because what's being announced as part of this announce and announced within an announce is that the first two episodes will be aired, shot in, and screened at IMAX theaters, which is fucking batty for a TV Very show. Very strange move. Um, perhaps that's what they're doing to differentiate it from. Maybe that's how you get the MCU crowd to go yeah. see it to begin with. Maybe it literally it feels like a movie event. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. Some conspiracy theorists have said that maybe uh, Marvel have finally stuck enough fingers in Fox and have tw- <laughs> twisted them uh, to get those X Men rights, and they're clearing that schedule for that. Though I, I think hell would freeze over. I reckon they might collaborate because the, this, this comes quite soon after the news that X-Men plan that the, sorry Fox plans to re relaunch the X-Men franchise again. Yeah. Well, Lord, our audience that? is ready for that though. I mean, well Brian Singer is never doing another X-Men movie apparently. Um, he's done. Yeah. And, Which is for the and, best. And contracts with everyone from Jennifer Lawrence to obviously Hugh Jackman, they're run, they're out. They, they, yeah. and I think it's good for them to just start anew. Yeah, it would be nice if Logan is the, you know, I think like, you know, that they've got a good thing going with Deadpool, but like why not just like don't do an X-Men movie for a while. Just allow the Deadpool movies to yeah, shape the Yeah, do Deadpool Cable. Universe. Do these other characters. Well, they, they've already confirmed they're going to do an X-Force movie. Yeah, do X-Force, which you can even... And the thing is, Deadpool can be the um, Nick Fury, so to speak, and weave in and out of all these other films. Yeah, That's totally. Cool. Like, yeah. Deadpool's your most popular comic character right now, if you're Fox. Put him in everything. Have him be Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like, be different. Do these smaller, kind of more adult-oriented... Um, Marvel cinematic films, uh, Marvel universe films, but make Deadpool the glue together. Like that's how you win. Stop trying to reboot the X and wait ten years for that. Yes, yeah, so instead of Nick Fury showing up with a uh, heli carrier, a Deadpool, Deadpool breaking Deadpool the fourth wall, eating a chimichanga, and being like, "Oh, my dick fell off." Yeah, that'd be great. That would be amazing. Oh, the crowd goes wild. Make the X Men great again. Yeah, <laughs> give us Fox. Come on, Fox. <laughs> There is, there is that thing of also well about like you know superhero movie fatigue, which is I don't I don't think will actually ever happen. We've this has been the worst year for superhero movies yet. I think yeah, no um, thanks to a certain uh, studio. Yeah, well, I mean, the Weekly Planet, which is another podcast, uh, far more successful than our one, that uh, is uh, not necessarily better. Oh, maybe no. I wouldn't no. say so. No? No, to each their own. <laughs> I bring it up because um, the Weekly Planet this week on their, on the most recent episode kind of rated all of the, the superhero movies from, from best to worst, which I'm sure it's not that's not that's why they've got more listeners. They have cohesion to their episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that they were, you know, I'm sure that's something that we might, that we, we've kind of half done on the episode. Oh, we'll do an end of year wrap up again for sure, like with, we uh, normally do. Totally, but it was really surprising to me to hear that, like, you know, of that list, and that includes, you know, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman. They even include. Uh, they even included Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men Apocalypse, Deadpool, yeah. Civil War, and uh, Doctor Strange. Sure. Of that entire list, the only movie I'd probably watch again is is Civil War. Yeah, hands down. Like um, like Deadpool, even like, we enjoyed it. We were surprised how much. I won't watch it again. I'd watch it if it was on uh, in a, on a, in a hotel room in three years time, and I had nothing to do for an hour and a half mm. while I did two other things. <laughs> I just want to see that bit where he busts on the screen with a chimichanga and yells that his dick fell off. Yeah, that's what, I want. That's what I'm watching it for. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just been, yeah. Do you think that, that the notion of superhero fatigue is, is is a reality at some point? Yeah, I think look at the box office for sure. I mean, everything's done pretty well though, right? Uh, no, you're right. Um, stop looking at the box office for one <laughs> second. Well, I just look at like the only of that of that look list. At the, the only one that did really badly. 
like to the point where we know we're not going to get another one is Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. And then like, you know, X-Men didn't do as great as any of the other ones, yeah. but like it still did fine. I just think that right now it's like that episode of Futurama when he has that steroid cream thing that's giving them superpowers. And right now, like a lot of studios are just squeezing that t- last bit out. They're like, oh, we just got that little bit more. We'll reboot the X-Men again. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, it's going to wear off soon. Definitely for audiences. Yeah. I We'd- love comics. I yeah. love comic book films, but I'm bored of them. Right. Like, I personally am. I'm like, you've got to start doing something different. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, like, there is that, you know, Marvel are in that position where they can make a safer origin story just so they can set up a character as best as they can yeah. to then do something nutty with them. And I think if they do that with Doctor Strange, that'll make me forgive all of, all of the flaws of the first Doctor Strange yeah. movie. It's sure. like, oh, you needed that first movie to be pretty boring. The thing is, now he's established. Like, exactly. you could do whatever you want with him. Um, hopefully in Thor, he's yeah. actually fun. And we, we, and we said a lot of pros and cons for Doctor Strange last week, but we didn't mention uh, that, you know, that, that it kind of does make sense to, for it to do the safe origin if you're going to do something really fun and crazy yeah. with him next. So hopefully that's the direction they take. Yeah, it's hard. It's a rich tapestry, especially the MCU. And you can see, like, if one thread does something a little wacky, it's going to inform the rest of that th- that that rug, so to speak. So you can see why. I mean, these things at the end of the day are a business. As much as people say they're an art form, mm. like, especially the MCU, it's definitely more business-oriented than artistic. There is uh, definitely part of me now that kind of watches it from a... Not a business point of view. That's a weird thing to say, but I'm like, oh strategic my God, point that's going to tie into this. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. did it. Like, and it's weird that we're now like cheering on those moments, yeah, like yeah. when a tie-in can potentially happen and when this character yeah, can appear. That, that's definitely not art. It's not art at all. That's no. commerce and... Yeah, yeah. and it, it's a bit... It's very... It's quite transparent. But, you know, for some kids, Doctor Strange will be the first comic book movie they see and they'll want to be him in the playground maybe and that's kind of cool in a way but also like yeah I just like I'm fatigued the cool thing about the Inhumans being television now is that there won't be just a generic origin story you can spread it out over, over a few like you know you can yeah. spread parts of it out over a series with other characters in it and have them react to it and totally yeah yeah no that that's good it frees up Origin story. I'm just dreading seeing what um, all the Inhumans are going to look like on a TV budget. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah, their, their costumes won't look as. <laughs> Especially uh, on an IMAX screen. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Yeah. Uh, so, look, I don't know. Yeah, let's see what happens. I'm just hoping Black Panther is not as generic as Strange, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, we, we, we kind of know, we know enough about him that we can be thrown more into that universe, yeah. into, his, into his world. Yeah, and we know that he was never made, unfortunately, as a character to kind of perhaps lead the MCU in um, Robert Downey's contractual wake. Yeah. Much like Strange was pretty much that setup. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, look, I'll definitely check out those first two episodes just to see what the fuss is about. I've never been, mm-hmm. I've never read Inhumans. I only know the wiki page about them. I just found them kind I of would, silly. I would read, if you want a really great um, 12 issue maxi series take yeah. on, on why, why these characters are awesome, I, I would read Paul, Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee's uh, in, Inhumans run that was part of Marvel Knights. Yeah, that's right. I'm really recommending 90s. that. So yeah, yeah. It's really, really great. It's really contained. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I'll grab it. And, 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 I'll grab and good. It. It's and just then, a good starter kit. And Charles Sewell has done some good stuff with the Inhumans recently, but, you know, it's far too connected to the Marvel universe They're, as a whole to recommend one particular art. Like, there's definitely orders being given. Can you see that, like, right about the Inhumans? Charles Sewell inspired, like, 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 the Inhumans comics are better than X-Men comics at the moment. But it's probably by design. Yeah, I mean, the same writers are working on both. Like, Lemire and Charles Sewell are doing stuff together on, on both franchises. Yeah, anyway, so that's that's our little Marvel wrap-up. Yeah. Um, what should we talk about next, Angus? Do you want to talk well, about Nintendo? Do you want to talk about Fantastic Beasts? Well, yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening, it's too, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Uh, it comes out probably tonight, actually. There's probably some midnight screenings for those... Uh, 
Potheads. I don't know when I'm going to see it. Yeah, I'm going to see it tomorrow after work. Just um, I was always. It's interesting. This is the first time there's been a Potter-related um, Potter. bit of media, which isn't the book first, and so. You know, we even had the play earlier this year, which was still a book, and yep. I was still a day one for that. So it's interesting now seeing like an out, some output from J.K. Rowling's uh, Wizarding World, as yeah. we now know it's called. When we last talked about this movie, you and I were both positive towards it. Yeah. And again, this is like the big test of uh, Warner Brothers' trust. And this is a comment that uh, our friend Lee Tran left on our, on our Facebook wall this week about, you know, for all of our complaints about... DC movies and how, yeah, how they did make Mad Max. Yeah, they did make Mad Max. They've they've have and they're Harry allowing Potter, the Lego movies the to Lego, be exactly. But uh, I, I still I don't know. Like even I feel like Mad Max went into production that long ago now that anyone involved with those decisions had nothing to do with DC and doesn't really have much to do with Warner Brothers now, right? Yeah, I'm would, probably wrong. But hopefully like, maybe DC. I mean, I'm not sure how the inner workings of it. Hopefully that's as much of the offshoot of Warner Brothers itself contained within it. You know, yeah. Well, like I mean, a like DC, the, the, like a Marvel. That sorry, latest like trailer of uh, Lego Batman is so good. It's that, great. That's the Batman that I want to watch on, on screen. Yeah, we've we deserve this Batman after the hyper seriousness of. Um, I hope he makes fun of Zack Snyder. Well, he's in that shot. Remember, you see him like you see the Ben Affleck shot of him when he's like, "You said it in 2016. You said it in this, and it goes for all the Batman." Like, yeah, yeah. It would be very good if they are very Deadpoolish in their approach. Yeah, definitely. So, so. Um, like a Batman bustle into the screen, eating a chimichanga. My bat dick fell off. Classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic caper. We need this. Um, is there anything that you are or aren't expecting from uh, Fantastic Beasts? I mean, it's a bit strange to go into this movie. This is which, what I'm which we now know is going to be like a five, five yeah, this what, movie I, series. I find it strange that we're going to a, a, a movie that before it's even released, we've been told there will be five. We've been told that Johnny Depp is cast as a lead villain. Um, oh, yeah, that's fucked. That, Fuck that. Don't do that. That... Dumbledore is going to be in the next one. Like, it's very strange. It's just like, oh, you guys kind of not into this movie anymore. Like, it's to me, it almost sounds like that Fantastic Beast was going to be this, you know, maybe a one-off or no one knows. It was probably always going to be a franchise, but it was going to be about catching these beasts. Or I, why else would you call it that after the textbook? But the there was an interview last week with David Yates, the director, and or maybe it was J.K. Rowling, and they're talking about why the movie's jumping to Paris and why it's going to be about. Dumbledore and Grindelwald, which is mm-hmm. eventually, you know, he was like the, the most evil wizard pre Voldemort, and that's who uh, Johnny Depp's playing, and their lovers, which we've learned about in uh, Deathly Hallows and stuff like that. So that's very cool. Yep. That's going to be happening. But to me, it's almost like, oh, we better tie it back to the Harry Potter universe quicker than expected, like start having some characters, which to me is kind of like, is this just going to be kind of a standalone-ish feeling? Like, set in New York, they're already moving back to Europe for the next one where Harry Potter's set. Like, it's interesting. Are they trying to distance themselves from this first film is what I'm saying before it's even out? For me, it's just like, I think all these big franchises now, it's like, because there are so many of them, they have to just kind of spoil the surprises before you even go to the cinema just to get you to the cinema. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, Spider-Man's going to be in this. Yeah, you're right. And, and, oh, look, Wonder Woman's going to be in this one. And like, but then do you act surprised when you see it on the screen? Like, yeah, then what's the point? Know. You just go yeah. like, aha, they didn't lie to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm into it. Look, I'll go say, I'm not a big fan of Eddie Redmayne. Like, I, I do find it weird that I'm not seeing a character that I know or love. Part of the Harry Potter films was being the, the sense of... Oh, oh, an actor, you mean? Yeah. It, it, part of the Harry Potter films was seeing... The, the, sorry, the sense of, oh, I wonder how they'll do that. Well, this is kind of interesting. It's the first time I'm kind of going in and I'm like, I know nothing. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Nothing about this, these characters or these people. Eh? Mm. I wonder what's going to happen and we'll see that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of cool. I- I'm excited for our, for our boy, one of the uh, mascots of Hey Fam. Yep, Colin. Colin Farrell. Far- the- Farrell or Farrell? It's up to you. It's like Will Farrell. It's brother, I think so. <laughs> But I'm curious, you know, I'd like to see the expansion of this world. We know this one's set in America where there is no Hogwarts. There's an Ilvermory, the uh, American wizard school. I'm very mm-hmm. keen to see how their ministry works of magic and just see kind of like, oh, this was like an all-encompassing global thing. Mm, they don't have a Harry Potter. They have a Gary Potter. They have Gary Potter, yeah. The, the, the American remake, which is longer, but, you know, have, got better he, towards the end. Him, Mane. <laughs> Don. Ron is Don. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I'm curious to see that. I mean, as a fan, I want to see this expansion of this universe, but I'm also like a bit, oh, why have you already told us everything about the next ones? Yeah, it doesn't make it. I mean, is this one not good? The fact you're, you're telling thing. us Dumbledore's coming in the next one because you know that's going to get bums on seats. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm going to, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Good on you, big Kev. Should we um, head to... Um, Nintendo? Weekly Nintendo. There's been a few updates. Nintendo are just having a real weird week. Which is Look, something I've said every week, week of, of, of 2016. Uh, if you've listened to previous episodes of Hey Fam, you know that we will occasionally allow Nintendo to just stomp on our emotions, get our hopes up, and then have them kicked to the curb. And it's a, if anyone's listened to this, it'll be, you know, it's a part of the cycle that we have with Nintendo, our abusive relationship with them. Yeah, it's, it's real rough. And, uh, you know, we, 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 that reveal of the Switch was, was, had us. Very, very happy. It's always been a bit of a bait and switch, if you will. Uh, we knew that... But look, oh no, let's, uh, let's go in order. I mean, okay. early this week okay. the, and last week, ever since recording this, the mini NES was um, announced a while ago, to which we were... It was literally the last thing I would expect Nintendo to release. We were like, this release. isn't really for us. It looks cool, but it's not for us. We won't yeah. get one. Then... Then we wanted one. <laughs> People started putting out pictures of it. It's so small. It's like the size. It's like a little bit bigger than an iPhone. Yeah. Which I, mean, I was not expecting at all. And yeah, it's it looks tiny. so cool. 
Um, there's some cool features on it, so you can have like saved game states, and like CRT mode. CRT and, like, mode. People say that it's much better. Like it's it's it looks as though it's been made from the original games as opposed to the terrible Wii U Virtual Console, which I didn't know was bashed so much. But a lot of people hate it for its lagginess and its um. Yeah, I've I've played a few. I've not played any NES games. I've played a few SNES games, and they've been fine on the Wii U. Sure, maybe it's a NES thing, yeah, yeah. but yeah, this it seems like. And everyone wanted one. People came out of the woodwork we saw. Like, people that never talk about video games in our own personal Facebook feeds. And we're like, oh, my God, I need this. So, then I was like, oh, I've never been a fan of two steps backwards to go forward. You know what I mean? But a lot of people wanted this. It was $90. I mean, I even came up with an alternative, which was sell them all for iPhone and release a peripheral that you can connect your iPhone to. Yeah, to me, yeah. that still probably would have been a bit easier and better. This but is like an eclect- it's a collector's item. It's not a, a, pizza, a piece of tech. People, everyone wants it. Yeah. And it's sold out with Images. EB because Game- I feel like EB Games in Sydney got like six a store. Walmart. Two. Some got two. Oh my God, are you serious? EB Games. I tried to buy one the last two days on EB Games. Crashed for the, an hour. You couldn't get them. They had to keep postponing the next day going, oh, we'll be back again tomorrow to try this again. Like, it was impossible to get. And I don't know a company which is, you know, been fiscally on the decline with their least lowest selling console ever, the Wii U. Yeah. It'd be a no brainer to just I don't it's so bad. They're make so a billion bad of these things. Business decisions. Yeah, it's so strange. Like I don't know, are they preemptively going like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll won't have a big we'll make sure there's demand for these by making sure that there's not many Was it gonna be like the Amiibo, like nine months we'll walk into a I reckon it is David Jones and we'll reckon, see one I there. reckon like if you are like honestly don't allow Nintendo to pull these dumb tricks on fans anymore. Yeah. Like, if you want... You can... If you if you desperately want to play these games, you can. You yeah. can play them on your we Wii. We can all play them. You can play them on your Wii U. You, you can, can play download them on, them on your, your iPhone. You can download them on can a you? ROM. Yeah. Right, you, you can, can, you can ro- play a ROM version. There are a way to play all of these on games. Your like, there are ways. But the thing is, people are willing to spend $100 to celebrate... You know, an iconic system. I, I, I probably will eventually get this thing. Just don't don't pay more than what retailers are doing. Don't go yeah. out of your way to get one. Wait a few months and yeah. it'll be everywhere. And that sounds like I'm flip-flopping. Like, I'm pretty disappointed with the rollout and how hard it was to secure one. Mm. Target's got two. Like, you and I, we, we are like... We are people that, that we like, you know, we, we were on the fence and now we're like, you know what? I want to get that. Yeah. And hey, basically we what can't. we're saying is, hey, here's a hundred bucks. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you, you know, you know how your your company had one, a fucked year. Here's yeah. some money to get you out of that. He's possibly year. one quarter of what we were paying on the switch, but we're gonna even just give you this now and get the switch later. Yeah, yeah, totally. Give us it this just weird it blows toy my mind that I'll play for ten minutes and be like, oh yeah, I don't really well, like. It's been taken apart, and it's just a tiny little Linux computer. Like I've seen all the takedowns. Like it's so cheap for them to make. It what are they blo- doing? Well. I would be shocked if it was easy to get, to be honest. Yeah. I read a great um, thing piece on it. Someone was just like, well, you should not have to... That's an oxymoron. Oh, yeah. I said it. Uh, that you shouldn't have to pre-order a console. Like, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. You should be able to walk into any store. Just pick, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't I have guess to. It's not to them, it's not a console. It's a toy. But I feel like that, that means that it should be even more. Guarantee you all the games are on there are much harder than any of the last three gen games that have existed. Oh yeah, NES games are brutal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I guarantee you, like it's not a toy. It's hard. It's that it's, it's it's rather difficult. Yeah. So I mean, so mini NES. At this stage, I'm not getting one. Well, we can, you soon. can't. I yeah. can't. Like it's it's <laughs> actually impossible. We can't get them. Yeah. Um. So then the big news from Nintendo was, uh, like we you know we talked spe- spoke last week about the weird Animal Crossing update. Um, yeah, Mitomo got an update out of the blue. Mitomo is the weird their first uh, attempt at, at a at an app on the on the Mac store. Yeah, um, iOS store, iOS uh, app store. store. And uh, 
we played it for a little bit. It was it's a weird social kind of like asking questions. Yeah, you kind of have a have a a, a me that I you just, can. This is the update. Change we, the wardrobe of. So now they've done an update. That this I is the th- one that should have been the first one out the gates. I mean, it doesn't really do much. It certainly doesn't do enough to, to make it's me a lot faster. A lot faster. There's some cool features like private messaging. I don't know if you were getting your rocks off on the time over. Now you. Oh can. yeah, thanks for sending me a message that says, "Oh hey, you know, oh yeah, yeah." Thanks. Is that all it was? That's all you sent to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was testing it and in And then bed. I got wallpaper because you sent me a message saying, oh, yeah. Did so you get I mean, that one? No, I didn't get that one. No, I'm using the Super Mario Brothers uh, World 1 Level 1 wallpaper in my room. It's very nice. But uh, yeah, you know, it runs a lot faster. I, I forgot how brutally slow it was when it first came out. I remember it was yeah, like it was horrible. five I mean, minutes of waiting every time you clicked a button. Seems like they've finally learned how to... But I don't think like this. No one uses Mitomo anymore. It's not gonna like something no. trying to make Mitomo happen. It's not gonna happen. Mitomo um, in, in humans should go and fuck somewhere and then make some me humans some thing that no one cares about. Um, but alongside this, and I feel like they, they might actually start talking to each other when when it comes out. They announced the launch date for the first actually good yeah. Nintendo app, and that's Mario Run Super yeah. Mario Run. Finally got a release date, December fifteenth. So I mean, as of recording now, you know that's basically a month away. Uh, it's been told it will be free uh, to p- to test, kind of play a couple of the levels, but to unlock the whole game, it's going to be nine ninety five. I predict that's just nine ninety five. Is it all? I predict it'll be fourteen ninety five. Yeah, I mean, that was US pricing. Yeah, I reckon nine ninety five. I mean, I'll pay whatever it is. You will. Yeah, I'm an uh, idiot. This is how you do it. Fifty bucks. This Take how you it. do it, Nintendo. You 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 make a a thing that's, you know, it's only available on six iPhones though. You have to line up. You have to go to Target and buy one of those iPhones, and yep. it's on there. But did you see all the features that you get if you unlock it? I haven't, I haven't looked at this at all. Please tell oh, me. Oh, okay. So it's, I, I don't know if they call this freemium or what, but I remember one of the cool things was um, at the Apple keynote where this game was announced and still like the, the biggest surprise from that keynote still uh, that it would be a one-off payment and that you shouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be unlocking crystals or horse shit like that uh, like you do with most, you with know. Sumsum. Sumsum, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here it is. You will be... The wait is over. I'm just, I've just got a press release now. It's the first... Yeah, we know what it is. This isn't a great press release. Uh, How many stars out of five would you give this press release? I was using a shit font. I could barely read it. It was hurting my eyes and my aesthetic taste. I'm just trying to find out... Fuck, I read a really good one this morning. And it kind of summed up what would be in it. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo surprise fans and investors when it mounts Mario Run... Uh, on Thursday, the company said the game's three playable modes will be free to try. They didn't say whether Mario Run will work with the Switch. It will... Oh, man. These are all terrible press releases. I can't, f- I can't find it. I-, I honestly can't find it. But there'll be like the speed modes. All the different modes will be available if you just pay for it. Uh, it's like what was inter- interesting was it's been announced that six worlds will be available in the full version. So mm-hmm. there's six whole different stages, which is usually... Mario's what always been eight worlds. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, totally. That's pretty good. I don't know if they get to the double digits, the stages per world, but it's, I know it's going to be six world. There's going to be the unlimited, never-ending mode as well. Yeah, unlimited, never-ending mode is that one? Did you? Just I think there's only just like an endless runner kind of mode as well. Is that coming? I think so. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, the, I don't know. It just sounds some like some iteration on that. It's it's all happening. It's all very exciting. Yeah, December 15th. We finally uh, got a... Angus broke the news to me by saying, hey, Mario <laughs> Run got a release. Date. Next, next message, date. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I knew I, you know, I knew that I uh, could have won. And I did. Because I, I, I've been saying since the beginning that uh, the reason I'll find out that Mario Run is finally out is Angus will text me in the middle of the night. I got my hopes up. I was like, oh my God, today's the day. No, it isn't. No. Well, One month from now And it's going to be an iOS exclusive. For so, probably sorry. one month. 
Sorry, oh, probably probably Apple, like Frank Ocean. <laughs> I think Frank Ocean made this one. <laughs> um, and then finally, the big news is... Which is, man, this has come sooner than we, uh, you know, just before we were about to record this, we learned about this. So, like, yeah, Nest Mini, bit disappointing, whatever. Yeah. Get more of them in the stores, you dickheads, if you want to make your company to make money. Uh, Me Tomo update, okay, that's cool. You should have come earlier, but that's fine, whatever. Um, what, Mario Run... That's fine. That's you guys right. Smashing that's, it. That I'm excited is, about. That's it. good news. I'm almost convinced Nintendo is not making Mario Run because a, it's such a non-Nintendo idea, and b, it's it's got a release date and there's been, there's already a price announced. You know what else had a release date, Angus? Zelda, Zelda Breath, of, Breath the of the Wild. Yeah. Um, this is the game that is. No, you know delayed. what? Can I can I can I go back a bit? It had several release yeah, dates and on several different consoles. As in, yeah, Wii U, two different consoles. I don't even know if it's coming to Wii U anymore because Wii U stopped production. Yeah, so that's that's big news as well. Um, yeah, so Wii U has officially stopped stopped production in the US and, and Japan. So I smart. that means Europe one as well. One smart. That's one for That's two for Nintendo. It's off fourteen million units all up. Something yeah, like that. lower than the GameCube, which was their lowest selling ever. Um, and, well, uh, sorry, was its lowest selling ever? Yeah, Switch is the next Nintendo console. And go uh, back and listen a couple episodes ago. It's great. Um, we're excited about it. It's fun. We're, we're also we're idiots, though, so don't trust us. Um, trust the Weekly Planet. We'll be yelling at them when t- we can't get them. Um, How much did Weekly Planet pay you, by the way? To just mention the, the yeah. thing once, twice? Not enough. Um, What's in that box? <laughs> it's Nick Mason. <laughs> um, so, uh, we thought, we assumed, they said as much, that the next Zelda game was going to be a launch title for oh, Nintendo beforehand, Switch. Beforehand, they said it was going to be on the Wii U. And then uh, it became a nope. Now it's coming out with a new Nintendo NX. Well, now it's been confirmed that it's missing a Zelda release date. Breath of the Wild is not coming out in March any longer, which is a huge, Just huge a blow to any credence of hardcore gaming that would have come to the day one hardcore gamers that wanted to play it. Like they're so dumb for doing that. Like I feel like so many. Pe- I think the reason a lot of people got a Wii to begin with. The hardcore Twilight. gaming crowd was because Twilight Princess was the yeah, launch title. Totally. Or like the week after launch. No, it was right? launch. Launch title. It was yeah. launch title. Um, Along with Red Steel and... <laughs> Wii Sports. Wii Sports. Um, and Wii Play. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, so, I mean, it's just... For me, it's just like... The, 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 probably their biggest mistake of the last year. Yeah, it's just like... I, I People started selling their Wii U So they'd be like Because it's going to be out day one on the Switch You know what I mean yeah, totally. It was, And now it's like Oh by the way We're not going to make it It's like how, You guys You didn't even make a Zelda game For this last console Yeah What have you idiots been doing They've been perfecting this game And I, I get You know You take more time To make a game better um, I know in the, the scheme of things Three months Oh we don't even know If it's three months We're being hopeful And like you know You compare it to a lot of other Japanese developed games And like a lot of Japanese developed games Have Last enormous delays Last Guardian's been about 10 Final years Final Fantasy in the making. 10 um, Endless delays on that 15. one too um, Even 10, uh, What the old one 15, sorry, t- yeah, 15, yeah. whatever, whatever. I've played like two of them. So this is, this is, this is like Final Fantasy 3 for So me. therefore I, I don't yeah. understand Alpha Numeris. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's just become more common for games to just never stick to the release date. But I really thought with this one after fucking us over again and again and again on it, Nintendo would stick nope. to the release date for this one. It's really disappointing. It's yeah. We're probably a bit raw too because we just found this out about an hour ago. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but it's, you know what? I don't think it needs to be. Well, we I mean, all know. Last week, someone said, Are you stopping the, the, are you stopping making the production of Wii U? Like, no, no, no. And they were like, No, no, no. And then yesterday, they were like, Oh, wait, yeah, we are. 
Oh, by the way, we are. We didn't know at the time when you asked originally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of we, dumb we, shit. You, you put the idea in our heads and we're like, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. We stopped. It's dumb. I, I, I'm looking forward to see how they explain this. And it will be like, with language like, we want to make the best game and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Hopefully we get the best game. If, 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 if you know, a year from now, we finally get Zelda and it is the best game ever of all time, I'll forgive them. We'll but be at, like, at this sorry, point, baby. Motherfuckers, your launch, like, roster of games better be unbelievably good if you don't have Zelda there. What are you going to do if it's not? Probably still buy it anyway. Oh, we'll be there day one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finally on the show today, we caught up on episode six and seven of Westworld oh, yeah. since our last episode. Westworld, of course, being the cowboy virtually, virtual reality game uh, out on HBO It's at Red the Dead Redemption 2, the series, according yeah. to Levin. <laughs> what he thinks would be a great... Uh, Bonus add-on pack. Yeah, and, uh, you know what? That'd be fucking stupid not to. Yeah, Totally. You, just, you been, just play a regular guy in the Red Dead Redemption yeah. universe, except it's VR, man. Yeah, you have, and you have unlimited money, and you can bang people, and you don't get killed. Yeah. It's so God Mode. It's basically Red Dead God Mode. We've been relatively spoil, spoiler-free on this episode of Hey Fam so far, but we yeah. are going to go full spoilers now. If you have not watched episode six and seven of Westworld, We're go watch tell you what happened. <laughs> go watch them, or, or you don't care, just keep listening, but if not, see you later. Thank you for listening. Facebook.com slash HeyFamPodcast. HeyFamPodcast at gmail.com. Angus. Westworld, episodes six and seven. I thought the two best episodes of the season so far. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I agree. It's, it seems like a lot of the world building is well and truly out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely on uh, rails now. Uh, s- perhaps steam train rails, if you will. Wow. But yeah, the show is, uh, you know, it's, some of the rules have been set up, but there's still not everything's been explained. The big kicker for while uh, episode two has been, sorry, episode seven, the two of the episodes you mentioned, the second one, mm-hmm. has been so big as, look, they did what essentially, if anyone uh, gets the reference, they did a Battlestar Galactica. They revealed that a very important cast member was actually one of the Cylons, uh, to use Battlestar word or know in the terminology of Westworld. One of the lead characters was a host. It was a robot the whole time. What did you think of that reveal? I kind of, I, you know, I was getting deep in forums, as I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm a deep forum man and I, I kind of saw it predicted from a few episodes ago. Really? Uh, namely, so who we're speaking about here is Bernard, who yeah. is, uh, you know, for lack Almost of a better like word. second in command after Ford. Who's yeah, he's Ford's right-hand man. You might know him from the uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond films as Felix Later, the CIA informant. Um, don't know why I can't remember the actor's name right now. That's just rude. That, but it is also Hey Fam, where we do no uh, <laughs> research, which is good. We don't need a screen to tell our us. Our research where the cheapest beers at a sports bar in a daytime. Yeah, our now. research is just the vibe. Like, yeah. we get the vibe. We know what he's in. He, I think his name's Jeffrey something. Yeah, Jeffrey Jeff- Rush. Jeffrey Rush, of course. <laughs> Australia's very own. Uh yeah, a couple episodes ago, there was a show where he was looking at a photograph. Um, and as we know, this is show is by Nolan, so there are no mistakes, basically. You know, they've been very intricately planned. And there was a show where he looked at a photograph, and it was a photograph that looked like it should have featured three people, but there was a space on the right where the Nolan was. And you'd go, that's a weird photograph to show on the show. It doesn't look right. And now we know that one of the rules in this show is it hosts a program to not see certain things. Yes. So it was a photo of young Ford. Not not see or or, or hear things that could potentially harm them. Yeah, it's part of their programming, which is a great plot device. And I can't wait to see it, you know, uh, unravel. But that's when a lot of people were like, that's a really weird photo. Why is there a huge, why is a third of the photo just of the background? It was a shot of young Anthony Hopkins, who his father was, which we've now seen has been made into a robot. And who I'm assuming is maybe Arnold or... Yeah. One of the characters, but we know in that photo now there was no one there. And, you know, it was revealed. I love that line. Like, which door? What door? 
whatever it was, when there was an obvious door. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. And you just go, oh, shit, it's yeah. he. Yeah. yeah. It was just so, it was so well done. Yeah, totally. And it wasn't like a big dun, 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 because you were like, oh, maybe he just can't see it. And then, no, it was confirmed. Yeah. It was great. It was a great, bit, like, 10 minutes of, you know, television. It was incredible. That final. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, a very brutal death for uh, Teresa. Yeah. For a guy who's, like, quite meek and, you know, being quite, you know, subordinate. Mm. A character It was good to Well he was still subordinate Because I mean he had orders to kill But yeah it was insane Yeah So um, Another theory Another theory that we brought up last week Was that there are two Plot lines Two timelines mm. At the same time And I think episode 6 Put that one to rest Because um, In it um, We learnt that Maeve Who is The head of the brothel Yeah played by Tandy Newton um, Who I think is the best Yeah she's the best About the show Character on yeah. the show um, she's almost the one we... It was revealed that she's only been the head of the brothel for a year. Yeah. And she's actually been existent. She's, she's been in both timelines, both of those stories, uh, in the same role. So when you say put to rest, you mean it has been confirmed, you think? I think, I think like, just from, from learning that information, I, I'm not deep in the forums like yeah. you. But I feel like that little, like, you know... The confirmed it, you mean? Well, she she said that yeah, like that they, they were talking about her role. Well, her, we, her we role know that she was a mother at some stage. Yeah. That was her character living on a farm with but, a daughter. But she's she's appeared in both timelines as the head of the brothel. Ah, has she? I think so. No, we haven't seen the man in black with her. That's the one timeline. The man in black, and the other timelines, William and. But she, I know, but um, the man in black timeline is the same timeline. As all of the behind the scenes stuff, right? Yeah. Anthony Hopkins stuff. Yeah. So we've seen Maeve in that timeline, just yeah. not with the man in black. Yeah. And we've also seen her in the same timeline with Dolores and, um, and Teddy and all those characters. Yeah. So she has been in sure. both timelines. Okay. If, Interesting. If, if you think they're two separate timelines. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so I don't think it is. It's okay. Both Interesting. I, I think it no, all, that's all good. is all right. happening at the same. I still want to see why there's two fonts, though, for Westworld and two logos. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. So when she walked up. In the episode before While that amazing version of um, Motion picture soundtrack by uh, Radiohead the awesome There's a lot of Radiohead on this yeah, show Yeah, it's insane So while she was walking through And saw her behind the scenes She saw herself in that footage It used the new Westworld logo But in the first, second episode When you see William arrive to Westworld on the train It uses the old logo Right So there's been And every time They've shown a flashback To when they used to build them Out of metal The uh, Westworld employees have jackets on wearing the old Westworld logo. Also, when um, Bernard and the other girl hacked into the older Westworld computers, which were hidden, it used the old Westworld logo and, like, older screens. So, there's two different logos and two different... Which is interesting as well. So, there's a lot of... Yeah, I wonder what... I mean, look, maybe Maeve was the head of the brothel years ago, too. Yeah, maybe they've just recycled her. But for me, that was just like... I was like, oh... I'm still not sure. We've never... We've purposely not seen... And also, you know, maybe those scenes, for some reason, where they've been in... It's just from the current timeline, and then it cuts to the old one for some reason. Yeah, we don't know yet. What do you think of um, them? Because you know, there's, there's like what? There's maybe four or five main story threads yeah. going on in this, but now they they choose just not to update. Like we didn't get any update on the Dolores and William storyline in the episode six. Yeah, and we and got then, no Man in Black update in episode exactly. seven. I think that's great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fine. I don't think you have to do it all at once. No, totally. I think pick you know pick one, stick with it if it's that serves the story well. How many episodes has this season got? I think it's got ten. So ten. I think we've wow, got three so more to go. Wow, that's hectic. Yeah, I'm really, really into this show. Yeah, same here. I think it's episode great. six in particular. Like, yeah, I was it was like, great. Okay, no, I love this show. I now. um, I just think it does. 
it's 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 such a melding of a lot of my favorite things, a Nolan, if you will, yep. uh, AI who is starting to become aware that they're AI, uh-huh. a theme park, uh, the Wild West, cool one-liners. Do you reckon um, Elsie, who we saw kind of get get uh, kind of pulled aside? That was the one. She was the one that used the computer with the older logo. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Do you think she's dead, or you reckon she's no? No. Do you think we're going to see a robot version of Teresa now that uh, Anthony Coppins' character Ford has taken her? That'd be an amazing shot. Like something in the last scene of the last episode this season. Yeah, and do you do you think that um, um, what's his name Bernard? Existed as a human before he existed as a robot. Well, there's some been some theories that perhaps he was Arnold, and yeah, he's been right. modelled off Arnold. Oh wow! Which yeah. is why I didn't see him in that photo. Yep. Yeah. Because I think the photo was of Arnold and Hopkins, and so he thought. But there was a space next to him, and it was. We later found out Hopkins' dad, which Arnold had now built into a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I reckon he could be Arnold. I mean, who knows? Now it's good. this is this is why Battlestar got great because you were just like, is that person a silent? And anyone could be, and it becomes like an allegory for fuck whatever you want it to be, terrorism for um, communism. Sure. You know, like oh, if the guy next to you could be a communist. You know, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, I, I, I love the uh, the action scene in episode seven with the where they used the the guy. Yeah, that had shot been him up. With, that was uh, sick. The explosive liquid when he came out of the the train. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the carriage, and then pff, yeah. It was what awesome. happened to William's mate who was? So in the last episode, he got taken away by the Confederados. Is all we know. Yeah. Do we yeah. know if he's like being in prison or? He's I don't just know. Taken back. Yeah. To I mean, he he got pretty brutally beaten up, and you're supposed to not get hurt. But that's interesting. He was they were in that kind of you know harder level. And we saw Indians show up in uh, in Indian Braves showed up. In yeah. This, uh, Come on, Levin's Native American. Native American. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2016. But sorry, I'm using the shitty analogy of cowboys. Yeah, and, and they look terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like amazing war paint, and the horses were all painted up. It gave me a look kind of. It was like a low budget version of the re- the intro to the Revenant. I don't know if you've seen, which is like a 20 minute one shot where basically uh, the the natives kill an entire group of you know uh explorers yeah amazing it was great i'm loving this world expansion yeah totally and like, uh, the, so, the creators so have said some interesting it? stuff so it's, it's at least a joy and jonathan nolan and their actually husband wife right uh is they the said season two which was confirmed today oh which great is very cool that's awesome they Huge said news. well um i think a lot of questions were coming to them like well are these robots exist outside of the park and how powerful are they and what powers them and they're like these are all plot points which are coming in season two stop asking like so it's cool now that we're kind of still learning this stuff but they're like yeah, we we haven't told you what powers them yet. We don't. We haven't told you where it's set. Still, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm predicting that episode ten of this show is just going to be so fulfilling. Yeah, but also like because oh. we've had so many plot lines that haven't ever met yet. We don't like they're all mm. like you know there's there's there'll be a moment won't it? or similar characters. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to everything coming. There'll be a head. moment. Yeah, where we're like, I'm I'm hoping there'll be a moment where everything comes together and you're like. Uh, yeah, very satisfying, but also I love I love the interactions between Maeve and the two um, scientists. Yeah, that they're are- great. Both named after cats, uh, Felix and Sylvester. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 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 on the yeah, fuck on I think it's great. Show. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm glad I have a show which is kind of like you know a bit corny, but not that corny, and just really well made and yeah. yeah get it every week the funniest thing about it though is that everyone's saying this is the new game of thrones this fuck off of no thrones. it's not because i hated game of thrones <laughs> there are no robots in game of thrones yeah no one's yeah don't say that <laughs> don't say that well and also not to sound too pc yeah. but i love watching it and just i was watching the other day and i just saw there was like a shot and everybody in that shot was of a different race and sex dep- and all d- depending on different power like the woman who's in charge from delos young you know like African-American yeah, yeah, totally. girl 
the second in charge was another woman. The two scientists, like I was just Tandy in every shot I was watching. I was like, this is, you can tell this is set in the future with an idealized society because everybody is of a different race, basically, which I thought was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Except yeah. in the last episode, a black guy got revealed as a robot and a woman died. So <laughs> maybe, maybe he was maybe a white robot once. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, you've been listening to Hey Fam. You can find us online, facebook.com slash Hey Fam Podcast, or send us an email with topics that you would like us to explore in the future, Hey Fam Podcast at Gmail. Com. We're nearing the end of the year. Uh, last December, we did a couple of best of episodes. As in, we'll we probably do something like that again. Best of movies, best of TV, best of video games, and best of memes. Maybe we'll just make it us. Best of us. Yeah, best Angus. of us. Hosted I'll, by I'll us. I'll put in my, my vote. Angus, best, best of us. I'll put in you. You, number one. Wow. Top of my list. <laughs> yeah, there's also been... Uh, well, look, I've been not wanting to talk about this. It's been a bit awkward, actually, and I didn't know how to break it to, but Suicide Squad comes out on home entertainment. Fuck. Uh, yeah, we we've, we've not recorded an episode at your house in quite a while. I think we need to do. Uh, I'm not buying it this time either. We're just going to download this shit. Yeah, we're going to watch it. We're not even going to come at me, David Ayer. Seriously, David Ayer. I know you're in the fucking SAS or something, but I've seen your best. I've seen your worst work. <laughs> you haven't even seen. <laughs> yeah, you're like, do your worst, David Ayer. Oh, and you already and he cast you in Suicide Squad <laughs> too. Yeah, damn it. And I've got a tattoo on my head. Yeah. It says fuck boy. <laughs> I said now there's a clip where some of the special features have leaked and I sent you one. Um, you've got to watch it. It's the it's part of that, you know, like the basically the where they set a bunch of the producers and stuff in different rooms during the press circuit and get them to talk about how amazing and unique this film is before it's even come out and it's very obvious because this movie stinks and the cast and crew were talking about how amazing it was working with Jared because he would only respond to Mr. J and oh J and they're just saying he was so scary but you just see him like standing in shots and like he was the Joker always but it's like either A, he wasn't or B, he was and it wasn't that good because he's just standing there and the director's like, oh, I just want you here in this scene and he's like, okay and he's bad Richard Nixon and like they're all going it was amazing and it's uh. like no he's not he just said okay in that dumb Nixon voice <laughs> yeah it's really bad it was just funny you could tell they were like uh, this isn't great but yeah so, alright let's do a commentary of Suicide Squad extended should we get a guest yeah let's get someone who's never watched Batman before <laughs> that's a good idea should we yeah. Be- Becky Lucas would be a good person to come see yeah that'd be pretty us. funny okay cool alright uh, commentary episode of uh, Suicide Squad coming very soon. Thank maybe, you very much for listening. To maybe not with her though, because she doesn't hasn't said yes yet. Yeah, maybe not with her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it to some people. Um, looking forward to that, Angus. Yeah, me too. What's going on now that you're back off uh, the world tour? Just family <laughs> times. I've actually locked in like two more next year. Yeah, pretty exciting. Were you listening to like Adam's songs by the end of it? You know, the <laughs> where he's like. Things about getting home from tour and wanting to spend some time in the room alone. Yeah, actually, funnily enough, Venga Boys covered that song. They did Adam's song? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eurodance Venga's song. <laughs> um, you can find Angus online at Changus. I'm at LevDog. Say hey to us on Twitter or Instagram. We love hearing from you. Thanks so much for listening and see you next week on the Bye. FM Sports Bar. Remember, we love you. Let us know what this sports bar is called. The Bar is Sport. Name it. Nailed it. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.